The death toll in Turkey and Syria continues to rise and there's a desperate search for survivors trapped in the rubble. Yesterday, the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, pledged $10 million to help assist the rescue efforts. But with major damage to infrastructure and regular aftershocks, getting the help to where it's actually needed isn't going to be easy. Australia's ambassador to Dudgia is Miles Armitage. He's in the capital Ankara and he joins us now. Thank you for your time. The quake has left thousands dead. Hundreds of thousands of people don't have anywhere to live. It's the middle of winter and people are still trapped in the rubble. Can you describe the scale of this disaster? I think it's beyond anybody's com- uh, comprehension. I think there's a general sense of uh, shock across the country. It's absolutely massive. At least 7,000 people have been pulled out of the rubble. It must be an awful race against the clock for rescuers trying to get the the other survivors out. Uh, Yes, and you also have to understand that the infrastructure has deteriorated. There's a lot of damage. There's difficulty in roads and um, and airports for the rescuers to get in. Communications are, are quite difficult in some areas. President Erdogan has imposed a three-month state of emergency on 10 of the affected regions. Does that demonstrate how long it could take before the initial emergency is over? It's a precautionary uh, element and I think it's also to um, alert the rest of the country and indeed the international community as to the uh, the scale of this exercise because once this uh, current phase of trying to save lives is over, the next part will be finding homes for people and repairing the infrastructure and rebuilding lives, of course. Nearly 400,000 people we know are staying in hotels or government shelters. Thousands more are spending the night in train carriages. Others huddling in shopping malls, stadiums, mosques, community centres, basically anywhere they can find. Can Turkey help these people who have nowhere to live? Yes, and I think we need to just, this is day three, and uh, obviously it's a very uh, difficult and uh, stressful time for everybody. But I think um, in terms of the infrastructure here and the degree of international support that has already been offered and arrived, I think it can help these people, but obviously it will need ongoing outside assistance. Well, on that ongoing assistance, let's just talk about our um, our contribution. Australia has pledged $10 million to help with the rescue and recovery efforts. How will that money be spent? So $7 million of it is for Turkey. Um, $4 million of that will go through uh, the Australian Red Cross and to um, the Red Crescent here for food and items such as, as uh, tents and blankets. A further $3 million will be allocated as needs become clearer and then the remaining three million uh, will go to northern Syria and be delivered through um, uh, UNICEF and that will deal with immediate needs including shelter, clean water and sanitation with a focus on uh, women and girls. There are many Australians in Turkey and many here who have loved ones over there. Do we know if Australians in the quake zone have been injured or killed? Look, I don't have information on that and I obviously can't discuss individual uh, cases due to privacy concerns. We're providing assistance uh, to uh, a small number of, of individuals, including some who are unaccounted for. Okay, so are we going to be able to establish 
the scale of those who are Australians, dual citizens um, in coming hours or days? Well, I think I think it, I would come back to it is a it is a relatively small number, but I'd also make the point that we had more calls today uh, than we had the previous day, and that's a range of uh, calls, including about concern of people's whereabouts, and some of those people were subsequently um, located and safe. The World Health Organisation believes about 23 million people, including more than 1 million children, are likely to be affected by this quake. How long will Dudgia and Syria be dealing with the aftermath of this disaster? Uh, I wouldn't be able to put an estimate on that. I think it's a major, major task. But uh, don't ever underestimate the resilience of uh, the Turkish people. They've shown that over over decades. They will bounce back and I'm confident that they'll get a lot of um, external assistance to do that. Just finally, before I let you go, Ambassador, in neighbouring Syria, thousands have also died and there is widespread devastation. How will this country, which we know is still in the midst of a civil war, possibly manage to recover from this tragedy? Uh, well, it, um, I think that's that's a very difficult proposition. I think, as you know, there's lots of international assistance and goodwill to the people caught up in the conflict and crisis but yes, I think it will be um, uh, extremely challenging and um, just add to the existing protracted crisis. Thank you so much for your time. That's my pleasure. That's Australia's ambassador to Dudgia, Miles Armitage. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.